listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Because Rod and Karen are hot. Bitches ain't got punchlines or flow. I have both in an empire also. He getting gifts from Santa Claus at the North Pole. Today I'm icy, but I'm praying for some more snow. Let that hoe hoe. Let that hoe know. He in love with that cocoa. Why these bitches never be learning? These bitches will never be gonna be earning. I still be getting plaques with Marcus and Irving. Ain't gotta rely on top 40. I'm a rap legend. Just go ask the kings of rap. Who is the queens and things of that nature? Look at my finger. That is a glazer. Hits like a laser. Hey, welcome to the Black Outsiders podcast. Your host, Rod and. Oh man, I could never do that as good as Nikki does it. Um, we're live. Um, after many, many technical difficulties, mm-hmm. we are live on yeah. your screens. We, yeah, we fixed one issue and got some more. I thought we was having all kinds of issues. When I first got in the chat room, nobody was in there for like 20 minutes. I was like, I guess we're doing this one just for me and Karen. <laughs> Keeping it old school. That'd have been fine. But, uh, nah, we got everybody in here. And of course, we're going to talk about y'all's feedback. Feedback episodes where we talk about the stuff that you guys have you know done to be mentioned on the show you know whether it's the people that left uh reviews uh whether it's the people that left comments on our website people that left voicemails and emails we're gonna get to all of it and we appreciate everybody taking the time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme 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 uh and of course you know we, we can't talk about uh the podcast uh donations without playing the, the songs mm-hmm. i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song is for you let me let y'all know this ain't no donnie mcclurkin church okay we ain't praying for trump to do better okay no we not uh cecil cecil h recurring donator thank you cecil Got a one-time donation from Corey B. Thank you, Corey. We appreciate you. We do. Got a one-time donation from Ronisha, who says, y'all are the best five-star all day, every day. Thank, Thank you. you. baby. Noel, uh, Noel, or, yeah, Noel W. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Uh, got that one, uh, that recurring donation. Thank you. Thank you. B. Cole. <laughs> Maybe from North Pole. I don't know. B. Cole, cubicle brother, recurring donator. Hey, sweetie. Lynn Wood C, recurring donator. Thank you. Thank you. We got a one-time donation from somebody that says, "Please don't share my name on the air." Well, if you shame, then be shamed. That's fine. <laughs> Long time listener here. Just want to support. Thanks for all the care for an amazing, uh, for all the amazing work that you do. All the best, Jay. Thank, Thank you, Jay. You. Thank you uh harold w recurring donator thank you harold we appreciate you got a one-time donation from chris t thank you chris thank you baby uh we got man a lot of one-time a lot one-time donation hi this is lucked out i've been lurking because every time i thought to comment it turned into a caps lock screams anyway <laughs> this is for karen maybe treat her husband to something nice thank you you know i deserve to be taken care of so yeah he does i appreciate you (laughs) yes he does we'll do something special just for him Mm mm-hmm they they pamper me michael e michael e says i'm either fascinated or holding my side or both keep on keeping on one-time donation thank you thank you recurring donation from oh i don't know how to say this uh let's say h hannah there you go h hannah thank you very much 
Thank you, baby. Pamela A.B. Recurring Donator. Thank you very much. Thank you. Kim J. Recurring Donator. Thank you, Kimberly. Mm-hmm. Tony H. Recurring Donator. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. Uh, and Tony H. is a, a brand new recurring donator, so go to the new members class. Yes, thank you, baby. Cynthia D. Recurring Donator. Thank you, Cynthia. Mm-hmm. Damian Jackson. Ooh, I, I am for real. Recurring Donator. Tyvon S. Recurring Donator. Thank you, Tyvon. Mm-hmm. Autumn W, recurring donator, my favorite time of year. Autumn, hey, that's Autumn. a beautiful name. Yes, it is. Joy, recurring donator, my favorite emotion. There mm-hmm. you go, back to back. Rodney, recurring donator, my favorite brother. My, <laughs> uh, <laughs> my, my favorite little brother. All right, man, that's everybody. Thank you so much for y'all uh, donations. Play me out, Kurt. And the chopper spray. <laughs> All right. Um, let's talk about these five star reviews, okay? We got some on iTunes and we got some on Stitcher. Woo-hoo! Uh, we got two on iTunes, two on Stitcher. First one, Future PhD says, Rod and Karen, five stars. I've been listening to you two for almost a month now, and I cannot make it through the week without your humor, your truth, and your laughs. Love you like a fat kid loves cakes and pies. Hashtag what the shit. Oh, you figured out how to cuss. <laughs> Good job. Uh, and thank you for the review. Uh, mm-hmm. Got another five-star review that says, My favorite podcast, Heart Emoji, Aww. by Divine Diva Artist. Ron and Karen is my consistent go-to podcast. I will admit this review is long overdue because I've been enjoying for a while. Sorry, and please don't hold it against me. <laughs> Anytime is on time. What committed me to write was the show Trump Effective Disorder. Karen, you express my sentiment exactly. First, I refuse to call the person posing as president by his name nor his nor by title. We will never he will never earn it in my view. I knew his antics from the eighties and nineties as an uh, originally from NYC. He was a big time liar then and his and this affective disorder is real and growing stronger by the day. But getting back to your podcast, I love the way you compliment each other. You provide news and information I would not know otherwise along with downright funny humor and the right amount of ratchetness and i'm impressed rod when you quote thyvolia glyph yes i'm in the world of academia but don't tell anyone <laughs> <laughs> many thanks rod and care for the laughter and smiles you provide when i listen you two are the best p.s karen i love your laugh thank you baby oh that is so sweet mm-hmm. thank you thank you for writing in uh and then we got five star views on stitcher k underscore guy underscore curves says five stars Tipping isn't a city in china uh i actually love this podcast i got into it a couple weeks ago after my friend suggested the read i'm in grad school with a concentration in organic chemistry yeah i question my choice most days too and well you know trump getting rid of science so good luck i'm trying to tell you good luck baby and i spend at least four hours like bessie devos like what is organics uh (laughs) get rid of it i don't understand it Mm mm-hmm and i spend at least four hours in my lab per day including the weekend your episodes make those hours so much more bearable rod 
you're just flipping hilarious i almost die daily from your commentary my pi even noticed how i'm so much happier now and asked my lab mates how long my outbursts of laughter been going on i would suggest she listen to the podcast but she ain't down for the calls like that ain't that the uh-huh. truth yeah y'all know who y'all can share and who y'all can't share this with karen girl your country is hell yes i am she uh put uh two ones for hell so in case some of y'all are looking to get past the censor you can put two ones for the l's in hell okay stitcher cited me for profanity uh and i love it please keep the gut busting episodes coming p.s i hope you'll read you read this on one of the shows so i can tell my lab mates how famous i am well mission accomplished k underscore guy underscore curves you famous baby Mm mm-hmm uh meta says five stars pro tip listen to this podcast right now this week february 4th has been extraordinarily extraordinary already and it's not even done yet start with the feedback show to catch up to speed then stick around for the enlightening moments that continue to happen as rod and karen discuss recent events unfolding in these trying times thank y'all uh seriously it means a lot to us um you know that people are being fed from the show man uh because uh you know we do this mostly for us but uh we do this kind of speaking um our perspectives as black people in america and hoping that people understand and it's good when you know people write in and appreciate and say hey these shows are important to me and this is why yeah Uh, and you know just like you guys grow we're people too so we grow also yeah uh i think you out of the chat by the way yeah okay you know all right cool trying to get back in i'm sorry no problem just want to let you know as many technical issues i had this week woo i can't say nothing we have some uh comments on the website you can go to the blackoutist.com you can uh register you can become a premium member at the blackoutist.com slash premium you can uh you can do all kinds of stuff there but one of the things you can do is leave comments on the episodes and vote in the polls and leave comments there as well uh 1375 was our feedback show called trump gonna get us in a war yes he is and i found this show art from my man bushrod uh it's a picture of a roach and there's a nuclear bomb going off in the background and the roach is saying but her emails come on but her emails anyway no comments but the poll was how do you watch the super bowl at home by myself or with loved ones i don't watch it at a party or at a bar uh 55 percent of our audience is like karen and i i watch it at home by yourself or with you know some chosen few relatives 38 percent don't watch it at all which is a high number i I, I really thought more people i thought super bowl is like a fucking american tradition and shit like a national holiday yeah and then seven percent of the audience watches at a party and nobody watches at a bar which as a person that's watched at a bar before it is literally the worst possible experience yes it is watching the super bowl at a bar is like the worst shit ever Mm -hmm. everything's overpriced a lot of times they had them flat fees you pay $50 $50 for unlimited food and unlimited drinks, but it's like, it's inconvenient, it's packed for the people, it's fucking loud, they're playing music, doing the goddamn commercials, like, it is not, and not unless you just enjoy that type of atmosphere, all, like, 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 really, really party, party, drunk, drunk people around you all the time atmosphere, it's not enjoyable, and a lot of times, that's not funny, it's majority white people, you rarely find black bars that are quote-unquote like that, most times you're gonna be around a bunch of drunk white people yeah it wouldn't matter if they was black or not to me i don't want to be around a bunch of loud ass drunk people barely watching the game and shit this is yeah talking to me and distracting me from the game yeah i don't like crowds that's just like the worst of every world uh we got episode 1376 giuseppe what's good um 
uh well justin was on the show and everybody really loves when justin comes through because you know premium people hear him on the pregame balls deep every week but most of y'all you know some of y'all don't even remember the time when justin was a fixture on the show regularly i know some of y'all was like who is this justin hero jasheeb says interim office memo can someone please on monday morning do the following and reset the sign 2017 days without clown news 36 to 2017 days without clown news zero we all at the blackout test uh following need to make a conservative effort to collect our clown friends relatives and workplace associates and let them know that aberrant clown behavior is not accepted by society we really do not want a repeat of 2016 thank you have a productive day hero jasheed we don't we don't we don't want to repeat and desiree responded to that and said nice mm-hmm. anonymous says definitely a treat to have oh wait i'm sorry fireworks says such a treat to have justin do some community service for those who aren't fortunate to go premium if you haven't gone premium you need to do it for black history (laughs) great show as always far says of all the numerous accounts of racism in the world right now that make Nicki minaj has been silent as a mouse about does she really expect people to care about her individual issue she acting real kanye taylor swift about this i'm so over celebrities claiming racism or sexism when it only affects them yeah that's what far is saying um uh, i want to say nikki's spoken about some shit though hold on uh i'm almost a hundred percent sure she has by the way mm-hmm. um uh, um yeah uh Nicki minaj spreads awareness about sandra bland uh Nicki minaj fights back all lives matter not just black not just who said that she didn't say that hold on let me see that one i'll, I'll click I on that one in a second i want to look at that site all right but i know she said um yeah she had instagram she took the social media spread awareness of the story writing if you haven't looked into the story please do it's the most disturbing thing going on right now hashtag sandra bland uh let's see what else we got um you know like sometimes you just gotta google this shit so you can be Nicki minaj speaks on eric garner in a rolling stone interview um you know i just think it's so easy to to fall into that these celebrities don't but i think it's important if you're gonna level that kind of accusation that you know for sure that that's what's going on because you know it's hard enough being black and in the spotlight it's even worse when you get no credit for the times you do speak out and then the you know what i mean while, while so many people get by not saying shit correct and then a lot of times and i will say this a lot of times um celebrities do a lot of shit that we don't see and because the general public don't see a lot of shit that they do we we make the assumption that they knew or nothing right 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 and a lot of people just say well you ain't doing nothing we're actually you don't know and a lot of times if they oh this site is shut down the one saying she said Nah, man, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, the one that's tried to say she said all lives matter, they don't even work no more. Share on FB.com. Yeah, cause she, she, just, she didn't say that. And, uh, also, uh, it's like celebrities can't win, particularly black celebrities. If you don't say anything cause you want to do things privately, people say you don't do shit. If you're mm-hmm. vocal and you show everything you do, people go, why are you bragging about every fucking thing you do? So a lot of times there's no way of win. There's no way of winning. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I think a lot of times it comes to celebrities, in my opinion, people put celebrities on pedestals that they may or may not have asked for. And a lot of times people give them expectations that they don't have in their own lives. A lot of times they be like, well, I don't do this, well, I don't do that. But a lot of times when people say those things and they don't, 
actually do a reflection back to them on what I'm talking about then what am I doing personally in my everyday life to affect the people around me a lot of times nothing some people are some people are calling them out and doing the work most people are calling them out and they're not doing anything but it's just easier to say they're not doing shit because a lot of times you're looking at their pockets and assuming that they have the means to do things at a greater scale which they do but a lot of times the small shit counts too well that's i mean definitely that's a point but i'm saying even even still she's been outspoken right so that's worse like saying well they do things behind the scenes and so people assume they do nothing that's one thing that's actually you know part of the you know I, and i agree with you but for the record i'm just saying in this case we know she said shit right this is what she said on eric garner um it's sickening and i've been reading so many people saying why are we surprised that's what's really sad that we should somehow be used to get being treated like animals it's gotten to the point where people feel like there's no accountability if you are law enforcement and you do some black person you can get away with it adding that music is more hopeless now than the days of public enemies fight the power and songs of the like she goes on to explain how Kanye West Georgia doesn't care about black people comment made artists think twice about publicizing opinions people people say why aren't black celebrities speaking out more but look what happened to Kanye when he spoke out people told him to apologize to Bush um so yeah uh, she put out that uh he hasn't been as vocal as usual after that shit she said he was the unofficial spokesman for the hip-hop and he part, and now you haven't heard him speaking about these last couple things it's sad because how many times can you be made to feel horrible for caring about your people before you say fuck it it's not worth it let me live my life because i'm rich and why should i give a fuck and they make people feel like that because it's like it's a lose-lose situation it's lose-lose she also talks about having abortion encouraging girls have a strong sense of themselves in in the same issue like yeah man i don't put that evil on on nikki man because i mean there are people celebrities that don't speak out and don't say shit but Mm. um you know that's that's nikki's not one of them people man um so and, and 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 yes it is my it may she was telling her fans that this shit was fucked up and racist and it it was i mean clearly they made money off her likeness and then the second that she just was like hey well can y'all at least send me some shit like y'all took pictures with me i mean it was fucked up and her fans going yeah fuck you because you clearly doing singling her out as a black woman that y'all wouldn't do this shit to say taylor swift because uh, y'all don't want to be associated with her black ass brand even though y'all do want to make money off her black ass brand Mom. totally fine with me i don't have a problem with it Mm-mm. uh anthony animal thug tatum says the preacher from cleveland who talked to, with trump looks like brian just like brian pumper the realest rapper ever oh. who made O in a shave yeah he oh. does he got that that clip that beard um i don't i don't know what's up with brian pumper last time i saw a video of him he was getting chased around about to get beat up so that dude man he fell off has a lack of sleep ever made you lie because that preacher said he only <laughs> lied because he didn't get no sleep yes 16 percent of y'all no 61 percent of y'all have never lied because of a lack of sleep and i'm lying right now and i'm sleepy 23 percent of y'all so who knows the truth who can say everybody get a good night's rest and we'll talk about this again in the morning we are episode 1377 white women mad at, at b because they was mad at beyonce mm-hmm. um writing these stupid ass think pieces um uh jay um says listening to this podcast reminds me that white supremacy and racism is in everything that crazy ass white broad that tried to come at b lost her damn mind bitch bye yeah i made her picture the the 
the show art because i was like look at this corny motherfucker talking about some beyonce is tacky uh like her picture theme music like it should be it's a rare condition in this day and age that's how i look guys it was that corny uh bill maher says yay i mean bill maher yay nay or meh meh 25 percent of y'all yeah take them or leave them four percent of y'all yay y'all still fuck with bill maher heavy and 71 percent said nah nay i don't like him i I don't tanya g says he's been a shitbag for some time he isn't even funny i don't know how he gets to still be on tv yeah you know because people laugh with what they agree with they don't actually they're not actually laughing because they think that shit's funny if in my opinion it's like he said something i agree with <laughs> anthony animal thug tatum says he is a real piece of work he dumped karen steffens and she went on to ruin eddie winslow's and a black dude from scandal's life never mind the fact i don't know their real names but they were up and comers ha <laughs> <laughs> it's darius something and then the other dude uh uh harrison uh i forget his name already but i just remember he I beat his wife real name either, baby. it was something uh i'm not gonna take it it's not it's not even worth it uh <laughs> well you know better than next me yeah it wasn't it's not even worth the tank that i was about to bust real quick <laughs> um all right uh 1378 trump affective disorder uh this is where we had our girl uh nick Ju on and we had like a really yes. dope conversation to start the show um where we talked about you know what it's like being black in trump's america and our, our current mind state and stuff you know nice. something that you don't get to hear very often and you definitely don't get to hear in mostly white spaces and white podcasts you know um so we got some comments really dark night says as you and nick you were discussing the eating of cadbury eggs all i could hear in my head was freak me by silk i'm glad i'm not the only one who gets freaky with those eggs perfection <laughs> i do get freaky on the cadbury egg and it's almost easter time y'all mm-hmm. at the valentine's day that's when they start putting them eggs yes they do all the special one time of year candy come out and i can't wait till after easter because then it goes cheaply i just be wanting them eggs i don't want them the other candies the the the, the chocolate bunnies don't matter it's just a big chocolate bar i don't care about them fucking them them cotton egg, uh duck looking motherfucker peeps or something them peeps are nasty those are so peeps those are yeah, so bad yellow things that taste like cotton nastiness those are so fucking bad i don't know how anyone does mm-hmm. anyone like those how does candy corn get the get the reputation it has but peeps is just allowed to exist like it's okay i don't understand it's just terrible is it because it's not year round or oh, something man, so it's nasty covered in sugar i mean i guess in technically neither is neither is candy corn year round mm, so what the fuck Halloween. niggas is letting candy corn get all the blame and peeps just walking the streets like ain't nothing happen okay i'll see y'all america mm. uh I, anyway I, I like the snicker eggs that's my favorite thing those is cadbury as well yeah, yeah. And the all the egg candy is cadbury mm-hmm. i like the starburst jelly beans mm, okay yep those are good max says yo were y'all using firefox when you had technical issues my computer was acting up when i was in firefox yesterday and i'm wondering if there was a glitchy update or something nah uh i found the issue it, and i talked about it on the nerd off but it was a program called analytics sdk it's part of the mcfee antivirus software it does fucking nothing to send your analytics 
to google and shit without without your permission and even keeps track of your offline activity um but it also is a big ass memory uh drain and it was causing my computer to lose connectivity to the internet and and the only way to get it was to reset it which is a common issue when ram it runs out of space your random access memory runs out of space you have to reset your computer and then it starts over kind of fresh until it builds up again and then it overloads and then you have to start over again and that's what the fuck was happening and especially during the show when i'm using you know my webcam and i'm I'm reading the comments in the chat and i'm also surfing articles sometimes i'm streaming music it's a it's very taxing already on this computer throw on top of it this huge fucking memory drain and it was fucking everything up so the only way to stop it was um i went to taskmaster control out the lead and i reached i uh i stopped it this and then i went to services i'm saying this in case someone else is having issues right. yeah and if you don't know how to get the services type services into the search bar of your pc mm-hmm. uh, and i don't know how to do it for mac so i'm just telling y'all to, and it should pop up it'll bring you to an app called services you click on that scroll down it won't say analytics sdk what it says is client analytics or something like that you want to disable that you want to right click on it make sure it's in the mcavee folder then you want to disable it uh, manually so that basically whenever you start the computer it won't run and that was the only the only way i could get it to run uh, so and after that i haven't had this problem anymore <sighs> all right um amani says why do you have to be so divisive these days i tried to listen <laughs> with an open mind but we're never going to win if we're not working together eating Reese's without taking the ridges off first i don't know how we're supposed to come together at the table of brotherhood like this and i don't and don't even get me started on that kit kat travesty this is exactly why trump won really dark knight responded agree rod is a domestic terrorist who radicalized you sir someone needs to get that kit kat video off the internet look like a terrorist of one <laughs> yeah apparently people had an issue with the way i ate kit kat i posted the video on twitter and instagram and my facebook and let's just say some of the commentary less than flattering <laughs> even kit kat had something to say yeah at kit kat us responded they said no no don't do it no he did it um the worst to me was actually uh once it got overseas people people i don't know if they responded still but they were responding yesterday and they were just like you fat son of a bitch i was like all right i'm <laughs> sorry i ate a kit kat they were like they were like you fat because that's how you eat them i was like but it's if i ate it one stick at a time i'll still be fat dummy it's a kit kat the fuck it's the same amount of calories no matter how you eat it ain't that the truth kind of shit is that what do y'all eat a stick and then put it away to the next day you fucking liars god i'm gonna put another kit kat video up there too i don't give a fuck y'all can't stop me i refuse to be put in a box i ain't even mad at this is hilarious i'm gonna change the world and the rest of y'all come out of the kit kat closet <laughs> i know a lot of y'all eat eat different eat the kit kats different than how they tell us to eat it on commercial mm-hmm. and you've been feeling ashamed i didn't know the world would try to make us conform so much but i refuse to conform wangan underscore five says i'd be like bender when he becomes human if i got that chocolate tasting job those cadbury eggs i eat them in one go peanut butter cups the same i one bite and when it comes to kit kats i have eaten them all without breaking them 
but when i get when i'm at home i'll break the four rows into two then put the two flat sides together and dip them in milk and eat it that way yeah some people were telling me they because a lot of people would write in to me because they were emboldened by my rebel attitude and they would tell me how they eat kit kats and a lot of people they dip them in tea oh uh some people bite off the ends then they dip it in tea then they suck the tea through the other end Ooh. yeah it was a bunch of ways to do it that if that milk sounds good longer mm-hmm. uh he says um i grew up with four younger brothers if you didn't eat things quick at our place you missed out mm-hmm gotta do what you do uh has the trump election affected uh slash presidency affected your mood yes i'm angry yes i'm sad no and yes i'm happier well zero percent said y'all were happier okay good 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 two percent of y'all said it hadn't affected you at all uh 69 percent said this shit has made me angry that's a totally reasonable valid thing and 28 uh 29 said they were sad by it saddened by it and i don't blame them either I'm like both. <laughs> completely understand you know um as as the prophet Solange says i got a lot to be mad about come on now uh and then we had kylie on kylie uh violence as our last episode of the week mm-hmm. um phd 2014 says i love you guys especially the comments regarding george lopez black women stay the target of men's insecurities yeah basically he was just insecure man yeah he's a seasoned comic man he knows better than that and the people that are going to defend it they either hate black women or they just want to defend the idea that a comic can never do anything wrong on stage and all that shit there's ways to handle hecklers he chose the most belligerent way and the way that you know is going to garner the most negative attention i mean you know them cameras and cell phones ain't that when you do that shit kung fushu says the mental gymnastics people went through to defend lopez's behavior towards that black woman were amazing people really died on the cross for george lopez to excuse his behavior towards her during black history month of all times the ancestors are not pleased yeah scary part is it's only gonna get worse uh tomorrow we have chris lambert on the show but there's an update on the george lopez story so um uh the woman who was the target of that is now being like i wasn't offended so why y'all offended mind y'all business so you know people are going to use her own comments as see y'all motherfuckers always get mad about something now nah, that shit i don't give a fuck how she felt about it right i'm not I, I really don't because it's one of those things where i feel like a lot of people also defending if they was there with their girl and their girl did something like that mm-hmm. and he called her a bitch you would be fucking livid but because it's not your woman and you're not fucking her and it's not your family member you don't care yeah uh michelle says i'll add to the george lopez hate and add that i didn't like this uh like about his what i didn't like about his quote-unquote comedy routine is how the audience was encouraging him and he was feeding off their response right i bet if they were quiet while he yelled at that woman he would have uh he would have noticed how stupid he sounded but because they cheered him on he felt he was okay maybe man you saw that kramer clip we played them people really wasn't cheering him on at all and he just kept going and going and they and they and they, and they uh walked out um, right. and also too and i might be wrong but i also think that uh the crowd would put like this i know that and i understand that misogyny over everything mm-hmm. and i'm not and i i i do in my opinion, feel like he may or may not, depends, the only comedian, have said this to a white woman. 
and let's say he did would this crowd still cheer or would they have booed right like 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 like, and that's where the, the 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 racism for me comes in a lot of times too because i also pay attention to how the crowd responded right i mean they definitely encouraged it right and yeah that ain't that ain't uncommon that people see a black woman being attacked out in the open and go well, not my problem you know uh she's black and latino by the way but still you know yeah yeah because sometimes things happen and sometimes when things because when things get on the internet whatever it is becomes bigger than you or bigger than whatever it was and you're allowing people to voice opinions that have nothing to directly do with it, this, with it, whatever happened. And people are going to have various different opinions. And some people are going to get mad. They have the right to be mad. Now, regardless if it's valid or not, it's completely different. But I really don't care how she felt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll talk about it tomorrow with Chris. But, yeah, I mean, he put he does a public art for public consumption. People can pick, make up their minds how they feel about it. You don't get to control how everybody feels. Mm-mm. About in the same way nobody gets to control how he feels he pretty much says he don't give a fuck so right he got the right to feel like that uh was george lopez out of line yes or no 91 percent of y'all say yep he was out of line and it looks like nine percent of y'all say no wasn't out of line uh, that's what you should expect at uh george lopez comedy show uh all right let's get into um the emails i mean voicemails and, and i guess for me uh, hold on hey. go ahead Never mind. You said we're gonna talk about it tomorrow. Never mind. So go ahead. No, no, and I, and I guess for me, if this quote unquote what you were supposed to expect, how many other videos do we have of him doing this bullshit? If this was quote unquote what we were supposed to expect, if well, I guess he does all the time. Okay, first of all, I don't agree with these people, but my guess is that they're saying if you stand up with your middle fingers up or heckle or do anything that sticks sticks out you should expect him to be mad that you're interrupting his bit and come at you both barrels blazing um now i don't know enough about lopez i don't find this comedy to be that funny i don't understand like i said i don't relate to his stand-up so for me i've always just and i've tried like i've tried watching his specials and shit it's just it just ain't for me and not everybody's comedy is for everybody and that's something that's fine to admit but i don't know if he has a history of this shit it doesn't seem like it because why would it be such a big deal this time if he does but he also may not have a history of motherfuckers interrupting him in the middle of his shit he may be able to get by with those jokes at other times i don't know and i'm okay being like i don't know but what i saw sound felt it seemed whack sorry you know what i mean i'm not like it's not i'm not i as a person that loves comedy and love stand up i would never heckle a, a comedian it's not like i think that shit is fucked up too I do too. Yeah. so it's not like i'm saying she's well yeah she's right i'm just saying the response being one that was so over the top calling her a bitch there's not even a joke there Mm-mm. um it like it was just one of those like yeah that that i see why people mad i see why that's whack i can completely see the dynamics of why um the art like the as an audience and shit while they're they're cheering him on and and his ego's getting boosted and shit i see how it happened and how in my opinion how it went wrong and just because it's predictably wrong like because i can go yeah well that's probably what a person like george lopez would do it doesn't make it right to me all I, i just go yeah that's i can see how that would happen at a comedy show and i can also see that i'd be like that was fucked up 
you know now lucky for him them people didn't give a fuck about her and a lot of people don't so he didn't lose the audience or right his audience isn't gonna like boycott him or anything black people don't really support that dude in the first place Mm -mm. to put a dent in his pocket so there's no get back or anything it's just that people to me the part that's interesting is how many people want to jump to defend him calling her a bitch and all that shit and then how many people also those same people when people let shit slide they're the same people that point out like well y'all didn't get mad about this so it's like what do you want exactly because if people don't say anything then you say they not they fake see they how you be know they fake mad if they say something you like why the fuck y'all offended y'all offended at everything it's like you can't win and like you just had to sit back and not say nothing ever it's like well what what's the fucking point of having social media right and then you have some comedians who do the complete opposite walk off stage don't say nothing don't interact then it's then yeah then dave Chappelle has shut down before and be like i'm out right and then you criticize him for not saying anything at all and that or going at people mm-hmm. what you mean like like dave Chappelle didn't do what george lopez did but you have people criticize him for not saying anything at all and just walking off the stage and kind of ending the show yeah i don't think that's a good way to handle it either True. if i'm being honest i mean if i went to a show and that motherfucker just left i would be mad like yeah, i don't I pay for my ticket yeah yeah i like I, I i don't know what people expect exactly at a comedy show for them i'm just saying for me you know i would like for the dude not to be heckled you know if they do heckle then they can handle it in a funny way right. or just go about their show i'm cool with that shit too yeah. you know once you start singling people out calling them names and shit like that you you're you're especially when you don't have a joke you're reaching that point where people are gonna overanalyze it it's gonna be on the internet motherfuckers gonna take it out of context all these things are gonna happen but to me none of that was the big deal all the big deal shit happened to me on social media when i saw motherfuckers basically just defending this idea of yeah yeah he you get to call her a bitch and right. black women listen to hip-hop and they don't get mad at that and it was that kind of shit that made me mad correct i, I the actual interaction i don't really give a fuck i wouldn't pay for george lopez i wouldn't go for free so for that that part doesn't bother me at all like i don't find him to be funny i'm not surprised that his brand of humor would just stoop to calling somebody a bitch or you know probably even worse than that you know if it was somebody like that part is not whatever he has a completely different audience than the audience that we have and the audience that many other artists like it's not none of that shit is the problem for me it's just when i look on twitter and i see people being like yeah well these these bitches need to sit their ass down and stuff and i'm like well okay well now we're just delving into like this misogyny territory for misogyny's sake like you you you, y'all don't do you know people were talking about this why i date white women and shit and the people that were trying to change it and act like everyone was tripping over nothing they 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 got blinders on to that shit they don't talk about that they only look at the reaction and go these motherfuckers mad again nobody was mad until motherfuckers start being like and this is why black women ain't shit right and that's what the discussion always becomes and you have a bunch of fucking cowards that sit around and don't say shit during that portion then they wait till everybody's mad and they want to tell black women to shut the fuck up correct and that's the thing that always bothers me because it's the situations are just cyclical it, it'll be something else tomorrow but the but the pattern is the same the pattern of black women get trolled uh and black women get understandably angry and then niggas come through on some like these bitches mad about nothing 
that shit is killing me right you know i hate to see our people do that shit to each other over and over again i hate to see our men do that to our women over and over again especially when it's the same fragile ass niggas that got mad about like the super bowl or got mad about uh lebron james talking to charles barkley like oh they don't mind getting riled up for they shit right like they like you can talk about that shit all week long about how angry you are and go into details about barkley and 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 lebron and all and what black manhood is and shit you can do that all week long black women say some crickets and then shut the fuck up that's what bothers me come on it's the equality of the situation um anyway uh like i said we have some voicemails let me see if i can play some before we get to the break hey rod and karen man this is michelle uh i'm based out of oklahoma um i've been listening to y'all show uh i think ever since you know, you started the show almost. Uh, I feel embarrassed. This is the first time you're calling. Um, uh, just congratulations on the on the seven years being in uh, doing the podcast and in business. I I started listening to your show as a mailman, and uh, it just kept me through the week, man. Uh, uh, it kept me sane listening to y'all shows, um, and I appreciate you. And through the climate that we have now i just i'm really appreciative of a show like yours um many of my friends are either ignorant or want to be ignorant about social issues um and you know anytime we talk about basketball or football i mean they're all in but any anytime we talk about racial justice or politics i mean they they're they're my you know it's like a their mind is blank. So I definitely found like you to be a friend that I can not even talk to, but just hear your opinions about what's going on in society and in the world. And, and I just appreciate you for that. And I just felt like y'all are friends um, that I have. And I, I, uh, I I'm the biggest fan. Uh, uh, I want to say one of the biggest fans. And plus I want to say also, um, I started a business after my uh, postal career and uh, I, I had y'all sponsor my company, I think, for a couple episodes. Uh, I, I sent you a T-shirt a while mm-hmm. back. Uh, um, it was long years ago. I don't even know if you remember that. But um, but anyway, um, I just want to say uh, I appreciative of the show. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm trying not to go too long because I know y'all don't play long voicemails. But anyway, I'm caught between a rock and a hard place with this George Lopez. Um, he's about to come down here, and my wife wants to see him. I want to see him, too. I'm a big fan of his, and I, it's totally messed up what he did. I, you know, cultures, um, they kind of feel the same way. You know, my mom, people around me wouldn't want me to bring a black woman home. I'm married to a black woman, but a white girl, you know, I, I brought a white girl home, and my mom kind of flipped out before. So I kind of understand what he said about that. That was joking, but... When he went off on her, that was totally disrespectful. I, I would think he would be classy enough to make a joke to calm her down or to calm the audience down. That was totally inappropriate what he did. My my thing is like, do we kind of throw out the baby with the bathwater? I mean, <coughs> this was a messed up situation. I know that he's kind of familiar with the black community. He has black friends as comics. Uh, he, he, you know, said about the, he's, you know, said some things, uh, positive about the black culture before. So I'm just wondering where, what to, 
what to think. So I saw the ticket prices, so I don't know. I mean, this might be a good excuse not to win them by those tickets. But anyway, uh, y'all put on a great show, man, and I'm I'm glad you're still doing it, and I appreciate uh, y'all opinions. Uh, y'all have a good day, man. Thank you. Thank you, baby. Uh, as far as um paying, it, listen, it's your money. If you want to go, go. Like, I don't, like, I don't, I mean, well, put it this way. I'm not, uh, I can't tell you what to do with your money, but I personally don't do that kind of boycotting anyway. Like, oh, so-and-so said this. I just want to have a good time. If I feel like I can go to the show and have a good time, I go. Um, If anything, now might be the perfect time to go because maybe you'll hear what he has to say. Maybe you got some new jokes about that shit. Right. Um i've gone to comedians who have offensive ass jokes and offensive ass points of view yes, and gone to their shows before we're not friends they're providing a the service they entertain me i laugh um a lot of people's favorite comedian is patrice o'neill now i think part of that is because he's dead and people are elevating him to a status uh in death that some people didn't have him when he was alive but right. he you know i found him to be funny but i also can look at it and be like yeah that's that's horribly offensive and you can't just say some of this shit out here and that's why he's a great comedian because he's able to say that offensive shit but look beyond the the shallow part of it and get to what makes it universally funny to other people right um you know to almost make you laugh in spite of yourself Mm -hmm. if lopez is that for you then that's that's what he is you know if um you know if you're a fan you're a fan like I, I love kanye's music i don't really fuck with a lot of the shit kanye says like but keep in mind you're talking to somebody that doesn't really celebrity worship i don't really like nothing beyond a joke like i like if it's a joke of like oh this person's the best person on the earth and all that cool but i really don't value anyone's opinion more than my own so you know you know like if a celebrity says some fucked up shit i'm like yeah well that's cool i are you gonna be an actor in the movie i'm paying for because that's the only thing i care about um so that's it man i don't know uh how you would reconcile it yourself um and i'm not like i said i don't really know that he can be injured by a boycott of black people because i don't think black people are his core audience um and he has been supportive of some black comedians uh Marazio vance is on his tv show we saw Marazio vance perform here in charlotte he uh got got us tickets and mm-hmm. we was up front man it was i mean Hilarious. it was a it was a good show man yes it was but a, another comedian that like most people that listen to this show would probably find him like hugely offensive he does offensive comedy and i laugh like a motherfucker oh, it, was so funny. it was so funny like tears coming out of my eyes like yes. i don't i'm not required to agree with the things you do to be entertained by you um and then as far as the heckling thing i mean the chances of that shit happening at a show you're at are so low at this point because it just happened so i don't know if i if i was a big fan of that dude i can't imagine this making me not not go go see him if i was already planning to see him i i at least like i said i can't imagine it i'm trying to like think of a scenario where it was similar for me yeah i'm trying to think of a similar scenario where i would have to be like oh no you know i can't support this dude he he you know um i just can't right now because i don't really have anybody i support that way i guess like if or that i can imagine doing something fucked up but like if roy wood jr 
i just can't imagine roy wood jr doing something like i'm trying to think of somebody that mike lawrence i love mike lawrence mike lawrence makes roast jokes and shit and some of his jokes can be so fucking mean and over the top (laughs) i could see him completely getting taken out of context or a clip somewhere on the internet being like look at how fucked up this was and maybe him even crossing the line and fucking up and 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 whatnot i would still go see him yes i would think i think he's hilarious it just that that you know i can separate the two things and be like he was wrong for that uh and then also i think just because of our age we come from an era where you could fuck up and it's not canceled it's not it's not the end of your life the end of your career yeah so i think a lot of people don't completely get that vibe because the current internet environment is very much one and done done with things you know like every time erica badu's name comes up people bring up that time that she talked about them schoolgirls wearing short dresses and because that's an internet that's mostly an internet thing yes it is if erica badu was i don't know coming to your house you wouldn't you wouldn't bring that shit up there no you would not you know or if you did it be in passing as like a that was fucked up and then you keep moving on because that's how that's how most of life works most life yeah. most of life isn't like cancel by dude oh y'all gonna honor her at this award show but she said this one time and all that most of life it doesn't work that way um yeah. shit even with um i think somebody had an award where they gave um they honored r kelly and then people watch it again the next year like it's like life is way more gray than it is black and white yes, you know but at any rate i personally am not a fan of do so it's easy for me to be like i wouldn't go because i wouldn't have went before anyway, this shit yeah like people go i boycott chick-fil-a ain't a chick-fil-a near me so exactly we've talked about that before like people in new york talking about boycott chick-fil-a y'all got one chick-fil-a in your city it's not really that big a deal Mm-mm. Down you know what i mean the story because they you know they they around everywhere but up there no yeah and keep, and keep in mind that chick-fil-a still in business it's been a year so what happened come on been two years so uh, protesting. <laughs> all right let's go to the second section uh segment real quick move everything over uh, and uh we'll get we started okay Mm-mm-mm. i'm glad that whatever that issue was uh you were telling us about fix that problem me too. And I'm gonna invite you over. Motherfuckers, you motherfuckers! What the fuck is this? You motherfuckers! Can I help you, sir? Yes, what is this? Huh? This is whack! I can't get jiggy with this shit! Where's your damn manager? That piece, ah! motherfucker! The manager's not here, I'm running the store right now, sir. You look like that player hater who sold me this shit! Give me my damn money back right now, and I don't have no damn receipt! Well, where's the cover, too? I don't have no damn cover, kiss my ass, so what? Can I see it, sir? Ah! Look at you been chewing on this shit before you came here with Bullshit, motherfucker! You know you're fucking with Uh Bishop Tudor. Try again, motherfucker. Winnie Mandela's a little Try again, motherfucker. Just an ugly ass black dude. I'll go post on this motherfucker. Man, you better get your hostile black ass no. out of here. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Don't hit me, don't hit me. Please, it's John Blake. I can get jiggy with you. Get your ass out of here. I'm just a bitch ass nigga. Don't hit me. You see that? Alright. Oh, what movie is that? That's, uh, I think, next Friday, maybe. Oh, I haven't seen it with me in years. Alright, next uh, voicemail. Hi, guys. This is Sierra, at, aka at Moms with Drag with Swag. 
you gotta excuse me, you guys. I'm under the weather. I got a stomach virus and I got a sinus infection, so I'm sounding probably like I don't even know what type of raspy ass ashy nigga, but I'm gonna try not to be so ashy. Ah! Um, I just want to let you guys know when I'm looking at the clock, I'm not going to go over. I just want to let you guys know the best part about this show, the past couple of months, is white people news because, and it's not because, you know, it is a palate cleanser. It does make you feel, you know, it does wash away. It is like rotten, like a salad. Like, you're feeling full, but you forgot what the fuck you just ate. Like, you don't even remember fucking eating it. You feel like you just ate air and you feel. But, um... The best part about white people news is enjoying the fact that Queen Karen has no idea what the fuck Rod is talking about and don't really give a shit about it. Mm-hmm. She thought Kylie on Kylie Violence was fucking California, and I found that fucking hilarious. <laughs> so I enjoy the part about the black, uh, about the white people news, the fact that Karen has no idea what the fuck Rod is talking about, and Rod is trying really hard to give a shit when he clearly does it. And that is theater. <laughs> All right, you guys. I love you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, it only bothers me when we just talked about the people the, the day before. <laughs> and it's an update. And then Karen doesn't even understand it. It's just an update from what happened a day ago. Nope. But that's also why it's beautiful. I don't it's, retain nothing. It's beautiful because we don't have to retain it because that's <laughs> white people shit. Right which is how white people treat all our shit you know right. they, don't, they, they don't they don't remember no black black which, which one is it black lives all lives i can't remember i don't remember shit. blue lives which one is which one is that one again <laughs> you know they probably confuse all our shit I know, martin luther king gang they're not a gang martin luther king malcolm malcolm luther king right. ah who cares who cares it's black people shit did right. you see what angelina jolie said now no. that is important Oh, um, I, this is Sierra, a.k.a. at Mom's Drag with Swag, and I called back because I don't want to go over my three minutes. So I'm called back just to say this. Um, at this point, y'all make me want to just punch fucking Lena Dunham in the face. Like, I had to stop watching the show fucking girls because at first I thought it was funny, and then I... I, I smoked a blunt one day watching this shit and I watched like a whole marathon and I realized this is New York. Ain't no fucking black people in this fucking show. What the fuck is going on? How does New York have no black people? They was in like Harlem, Brooklyn. I see one person of color. I was like, what the fuck? So I had to start watching it because of that. Then the bitch just dumb and then she thinks she being adorable and cute. Well, just sometimes... Just shut the fuck up and be fat and ugly. It's nothing wrong with being fat and ugly. Just shut the fuck up. But how you voicing your opinion and you fat and the fuck ugly? Uh, I, I just... And I don't say it because I'm body shaming, but fuck it. She fat and the fuck ugly. Like, what you gonna do? She fat and the fuck ugly inside and out. Like, usually when a motherfucker is fat or ugly on the outside, they usually are beautiful and peaceful on the inside. This bitch fat and ugly on the in- outside, and then you cut her open... And look at the inside. Surprise! She's fat and fucking ugly in the inside. What the fuck? All right, I'm gonna let y'all go. I'm talking too much. So sorry. Love you guys. 
No, you too, baby. Oh my God. Um, first of all, I do not co-sign that body shaming of that woman. Okay. I just want to be a hundred percent clear. Not stepping in front of no bullets for her, but at the same time, um, That's you know, hilarious. she's also losing weight in Trump's America. So, you know, all Everybody the people gonna be losing weight in Trump's America. at some point, nobody going to be able to just call her fat no more. And then people gonna have to come up with the real reasons we don't like her, which is that she's a a terrible person um right that being said um she she like she does kind of become the face of white feminism tm and she's made so much money off of it because basically white people support her and support her point of view and that is frustrating as fuck as a black person because you know she you know and she'll and and, and i don't worry about criticizing her because for uh, she'll never really be affected by any of this shit like black people haven't fucked with her the whole time she's gonna continue to make money and be just fine and there'll be plenty of black people that do fuck with her and provide cover and excuses for her shit but yeah you know she fucks up and uh yeah consistently uh i can't figure out when to put her in white people news and fucking with black people because it's like she can't help herself right uh all right last one hey rob this is desiree d-e-s-i-r-e-e i always write into you oh. i mean if i always i mean like four or five times uh and so if you see that spelling it is desiree it's probably this bitch i don't think anyone else has written you with that name in that spelling <laughs> so there you go for future reference i am calling about uh you and bossy and this too much Love it. Love. Fuck, uh-huh. I hate this also. Love you, Karen. Uh, but I had written a couple of emails, and one got lost, so you only uh-huh. got the second one. And I wanted to call about the first one because it was kind of important to me. It was about Bossy basically saying, like, uh, she didn't like pregnancy that much. And I appreciate that so much, and I'm sure so many other women did, too, because I have three children. I love them all greatly. I hate it every pregnancy it was horrible i did not glow i didn't felt pretty and motherly i felt fat and uncomfortable and hot all the time because i'm in fucking texas and it sucked and i hated it i'm not saying she hated her pregnancy but it's nice to hear someone say no it uh kind of sucked a lot of the time instead of going over the yes and it's a beautiful experience it's beautiful emotional time no it's just emotional and it sucks uh, most of the time, it's cool to eat everything off the Wendy's menu and not feel that guilty about it. And, you know, it's cool to feel the baby move around. But that's about it. Pretty much everything else sucked. So I just really wanted to give props to her for, like, saying that out loud because so few women do. And so that's what that lost email was about. And I want to tell her thank you. Thank you all for doing this show. Thank you and Karen for doing the Black Eye Kips. Are waking this white bitch up more and more each episode. So love y'all. Thank you. Bye. Oh, uh, thank, thank you, sweetie. And I, and I agree with that because I've never been pregnant, but I agree with that because I've talked to a lot of women and a lot of them like one on one. Some of them be like that shit was terrible. Some are like I love it. It was the best thing ever. Like, and they really do mean it. But it's one of those things. Where it's a shame. It's a shaming thing. Women that come out and and ain't praising and then talking about how the process of pregnancy was the best thing ever other women have a tendency to make you quote unquote feel bad you know i've talked to women that said that if they had to do it again some some of them said they wouldn't have had children um 
and so it varies per woman every woman's different but yeah it's a lot of women that go this shit ain't great just like and even after the child is born it's a lot of women go i love my kids but raising kids ain't the funnest shit in the world Mm -hmm. um as a man allow me to speak on this because i feel like my opinion is the most important one when it comes to Mm -hmm. women's bodies in america at this point uh since uh, trump is president um you all should be very proud of being able to be pregnant okay and uh i'm gonna have to tell bossy this too on friday just uh you have to be proud and (laughs) you you have to say that it was a joy and Mm -hmm. it was the greatest thing of all time because Mm -hmm. anything else is unsatisfactory and i do not approve of it as a man and uh we're gonna cut that out we're gonna take Mm -hmm. that off of this too much Thank you, Desiree. Uh, wait, Desiree for uh, you, writing baby. in, uh, calling in. Uh, and I don't know what happened to your email, man. I don't know how that got lost. I don't, sometimes I know Gmail like co- collapses emails. Maybe that happened. I don't know. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Okay. Where you click and it's like several, like a chain. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I'm sorry. Uh, D writes in, good morning, afternoon. Uh, the title of this email is I love your show so much. I'm so glad I found the podcast. When Karen laughs, I laugh too. Her laugh is beyond infectious. Rod, your reenactments are the bee's knees. Much love and blessings, D Hill. Thanks, D. We appreciate you. Uh, let's see who else. Um, Marcus writes in, hi, Rod and Karen. It's called Trump, 1378, Trump Effective Disorder. Hi, Rod and Karen. I'm not on Twitter for many reasons oh warrants i understand ah! say no more brother orange pills included fuck trump forever what i wanted to know was if we had a black version of twitter would you both quit twitter would this become a better safe space for minorities i just think it would be better if we were in control of a platform that looked uh looked out for its users love y'all um i mean if that was possible probably i don't know i mean i can't you know i can't even say because i can't even imagine what you just said like a black only online space that uh no you know what now i think about it no because there's a lot of black people i don't really fuck with too like diversity of opinion is just diversity of opinion so i probably would just go wherever i thought had the biggest reach and then try to turn it into a fun experience and then kind of check out when i needed to which is what i do with twitter already um but yeah that's a you know just with my avert with my certain set of opinions and my uh my innate setup of my the way my brain works and my aversion to to you know certain like dealing with certain people and having repetitive arguments and shit certain some of this shit is just not gonna naturally be geared for me and even whether it's a white person or a black person there's gonna be people that i'm just like block delete move on um the the main part of the harassment that i can't tolerate isn't really the varying opinions but it's just the people that are on there to troll all day and i hope they can continue to find ways to fight that uh and 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 they honestly could just hire some black people but they won't uh (laughs) marissa writes in uh marissa from the bronx she says dear rod and karen checking in to say love the show as always i'm the woman who accidentally ended up co-starring with y'all on balls deep lol yeah we had a caller call in one time to leave a message and me and justin just answered the phone mm-hmm. i want to say thank you for the comments on the show titled white women mad at b i am tired of the well uh of the, i'm tired of the well black women happy let's find a way to shit on it and or make it about becky's cells or the hotels 
in their minds black women only exist uh to be social social society's mules um here is beyonce with her black family just minding her business and winning black women celebrating that was awesome considering we got crusty the clown as president any joy we can get is a good day yet here comes the white women right white about me brigade never late uh always on time always wrong notice the amount of black uh i'm sorry amount of backpedaling they're all doing because we started to call them out on it yeah a couple people tried to retract their articles and add shit uh same thing with the george lopez attack on a black mexican woman at the show black women said that shit ain't cool and right on time black men joined in with that no it's not y'all just tripping yet when they're in need black women come to their aid right you're right black men are the white men of our community white women are too <laughs> they prove with the elections they go for themselves so they can shut up forever and ever about sisterhood and what about them steves love what y'all do premium is calling my name and soon i shall answer all the best marissa from the bribes thank you marissa thank you baby and uh yeah absolutely on that shit about um like i said i don't it's amazing i don't be that mad at certain shit partially because i do expect it right you know but sometimes it gets to you when you see and i think it's just gonna bother me my whole life when i see people that understand oppression try to propagate it onto somebody else Mm -hmm. it's it's going to bother me in a way that's just different like and it doesn't mean i'm giving anyone a pass because y'all listen to the show y'all know we try to you know speak out on everything that you know we see we don't just go white people can do that it's okay but Mm -hmm sometimes when you see people trying to like be misogynistic towards black women while being a black man it's it's too much sometimes and i can't and i feel like somebody should say something so if it's gotta be me then it's gotta be me like because the alternative is to sit back and be one of these niggas that stays silent when they see it happening and then pretends to be unbiased later on when you're joining in the fray to tell black women to shut up um and i know a lot of people that are like that they don't even realize they're like that but that's how they are right you know and so somebody got to speak up and i think people probably get sick of me and that's i'm there's definitely men that don't fuck with me or think i'm fake or phony or whatever the fuck but uh i don't give a fuck man somebody has to say the right thing because eventually um it it has to start somewhere for it to eventually become accepted that we need to treat black women better so that's fine and i don't feel like a hero for that i don't feel like i need a pat on the back for that i think when people feel the need to do that to me it's because that's how sad the shit is that it's not a regular occurrence that black men are speaking out for people uh straight black men aren't speaking out for or cishet black men are speaking about issues for other people that are affected by the things we do come on you know so yeah the george lopez shit like i said i saw it and i just went well yeah he went over the top and that was it that was like i really everyone in the world should have saw it and went, had the same thought which is yeah that's a bit over the top right oh, that's fucked up and kept it pushed right and when and i'm not gonna argue with a black woman that's like yo he clearly went that far over the top because it was a black woman i would be like how the fuck can i argue that i've never seen him do it to anybody else i almost say it's not you can't 
this is that it's that shit where like a when some it's like how black people say this thing happened to me because i'm black and people go well are you sure it's because you're black because i mean you know you go to the bank and maybe they were just asking everybody for their id and then you know it's that thing where i'm like when i see black women saying something like that i don't need to step in their way you know i don't know for sure nobody knows for sure to be honest but it's a feeling if you feel like this happened because she's black i can't tell you not to feel that way you know i i I don't know what he would have said to a white woman or whatever i've seen comedians and how they handle white women and a lot of times it's just very disrespectful and shit too right i don't know i have nothing to compare it to so i'm not jumping in front of the bullet for this dude i'm not trying to save him from what i saw what i saw was that he went off on a black woman is what i saw anyway um and thank you for writing sorry mm-hmm. leonardo writes in um uh, dear karen and husband i'm just writing in to let you guys know to keep up the good work we need people like you two out here spreading the good word i've been listening for a minute your mail vote actually got me to register and vote in the last election wonderful baby i love that uh just yeah because we've had so many people misunderstand matter vote and try to come for our necks and be completely wrong and i hate that shit but thank you for listening thank you for um for for going out and voting uh just the way that you spoke about the subject got me to participate even your most recent episode on black men talking down on black women really resonated with me i've been dating a white woman for years and for some reason people think i'm with them in bashing black women niggas really don't get that you can be in love with a white person but still have love for your people right they feel like they can come up to me and say wow shit about black women and i got to check that shit every time keep dropping that fire because i work for one of the companies whose ceo is hanging with the orange dude and i listen to you two every morning on my way into work just so i could deal with these folks love sweevy missy i hope wait see you missy i hope i don't know if i pronounced it right sorry if i did mess it up man but thank you and, and baby i i completely <clears throat> agree with you because the sad part is nine times out of ten most of the people that they interact in your shoes either won't check people when they come out and say stuff like that or they in agreement. so mm-hmm. for you to speak up they're like oh so you ain't one of them i'm not mm-hmm. i'm not i love my wife and i love my people and my wife loves my people. She got to it. She gonna deal with my black ass. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I don't see nothing wrong with that. You know, a lot of people get into uh, bullshit when it comes to interracial marriage because of their own personal insecurities and their own issues and flaws about race. But that ain't got nothing to do with you. Yep. Uh, Brandon Wright saying thank you. Hello, Rod and Karen. <clears throat> it's your boy Bill Monty. Uh, writing back to the first uh, for the first time in a long time hoping your black ass history month is bringing as much prosperity as possible to you guys i just wanted to thank you for being a show that is safe a safe black space for a lot of us especially in trump's america two man is really taking his toll on some of us already in just a mere few weeks and i was glad to hear you guys talk about our episode 1378 the really scary part to me is uh most of his supporters from what i can tell seem totally happy with him up up till now so i'm mentally preparing for eight years of this shit throws up as my wise mama told me they just enjoy seeing us miserable uh here's hoping the dems go on the offensive against voter suppression and everything else in 2018 we can hope right hey i'll say this too um for to 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 that uh commentary um we got like the like two days later on on twitter we i woke up to some white dude that listened to the show that claims to be a big fan 
talking about how divisive that opening was with me karen and nick jew talking about how black people and us specifically were feeling uh in this post-trump election and uh it even started with i know i'm white fuck my feelings but and that is why we do what we do because there's no there's nothing that white people can't center themselves in you know there's no experience that they can't try to put their feelings first and then the rest of us be damned you know it's why you know when i talk about the young turks and liberal white people that you really can't trust and fuck with anyway that's the shit i'm talking about too you know because they think that we exist to 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 place them on a pedestal and then even in spaces like this they expect us to talk to them like in their mind the voice like the the person i should be addressing with our platform is some white person and i think a lot of black people do that with their platforms by default they don't i don't think they've considered it really but i i our show speaks specifically to a black audience sure you can listen in but we're not talking directly to whiteness as a concept like we're not we're not here to black explain why we do things as black people mm-hmm. and it's not gonna be the weekly let's answer a question about race uh type deal we don't do that here so we just talk about topics from a black ass perspective uh whatever catches our fancy and we make jokes and we try to be funny first and foremost but uh that you know all that being all that being said it like to be told our mere placement of our own well-being at, at the center of our conversation is divisive is it speaks to what's wrong with this country uh, i've been called divisive so many times just in the last couple of years because people honestly think me saying uh like speaking about racism is divisive people think me saying that um uh we should be more we should be uh we should have marriage equality we should have lgbtq uh equality and these and civil rights they they should be on the you know it should be law we shouldn't be trying to strip them of their rights that's divisive they think me saying muslims should be uh allowed in this country and not you know subjugated that's divisive everything i stand for that in my mind is saying why can't we be treated as equal human beings despite all this shit like why can't we strive to be better to each other is some white people hear that and hear divisive i made a joke yesterday I, i really think white people think white is a racial slur now yes they do yes they do you know like they like we have a uh that that tv show coming to netflix dear white people got a million dislikes on twitter because white people are that fucking fragile and sensitive and not all them people are trump supporting red flag hat wearing motherfuckers there's a lot of those people yeah there's a lot of those people that think they're down with us they think they're fans of us but you're not a fan of me if you write some shit like that you're not a fan of this show you're not my friend you're none of that shit if you write that kind of shit to me where the only thing you hear when you listen to our show is but what about my white feelings then 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 you're not yeah you're not down for shit you know like what we're trying to do something here specifically for us first and i think every black person and every marginalized person that listens understands it and many many white people that listen to this shit understand it as well yes they do you know i don't know how the fuck people think we just popular and nobody white listens 
come on you know what i mean like white people listen they just be like okay it's not we're not the center of this conversation and they're cool with it you know and 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 i and that practice what i preach you know i listen to other shit where i'm like this isn't for me or about me but i'm enjoying the conversation i'm learning something because you can put your ego to the side sometimes you can learn a lot about life if you just take your ego and throw it the fuck out and just try to learn for a second to try to listen for a second to try to see somebody else's perspective for a second i didn't know what transgender was four five years ago had no idea you know and i didn't hear about it by reading about it on twitter i didn't hear about it because of a blog i heard about it because of a podcast you know i listened to um keith and the girl and they were describing uh hennessy uh him this husband they were describing like what it like this feeling inside of how i felt my whole life and all this stuff and i'm like this is a very human moment and and something that a new concept that many people would just reject because they're hearing something that doesn't fit into their fucking box of what life is supposed to be and how they've been told since they were a child how life is because nothing gets more complicated as you grow up right it should all go back to first grade and 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 it was like okay this is different this is new this you know it's interesting it's fascinating but it's also someone's fucking life and i don't want to make that person feel like shit for having that like for having this life that doesn't fit inside the box that everyone else has well that's us and that's what this show is and that's what people listening are experiencing they don't want to fit in a fucking box for you some people want to eat their kit kat sideways and that's gonna be okay (laughs) and you don't need to write in and center your i eat my kit kat one bar at a time ass feelings (laughs) to the show but that's what the fuck happens like sometimes so you know we're just you know i'm i'm there's so many shows so many that center and place white people's feelings first and foremost Mm -hmm. you know there's so many people that refuse to say shit is racist or they want to hear out the trump supporters side of things and they because they don't they they want their uh, whiteness will always be given the benefit of the doubt in this country their their oppression their bigotry that despite the historical evidence of how it has crushed people taking our lives how it's destroyed people it will always be provided a chance because people will never give up on whiteness it doesn't work that way people give up on black shit all the time we give up on muslim people we want we want muslim people out of the country because of a few muslim people that that people have decided have done uh horrible terrorism things but we but we don't treat white people like that at all we don't treat anyone else like that we don't we don't ask the pre the president won't even uh address when white people do some 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 shoot somebody in a uh it, it, when the shooting in quebec where it was a hate crime against muslims didn't even speak about it but but then a few weeks later listed 76 hate crimes and terrorist attacks that quote unquote no one talked about like that's the kind of shit that we're up against so i won't apologize for this space not kowtowing to that i won't apologize to this space not making you feel good because honestly if we're gonna have any progress in this country some people need to feel bad a lot of people need to feel bad because i'm tired of feeling bad by my fucking self right and i know a lot of other people are tired of feeling bad for their fucking self so yes some people in positions of privilege are gonna have to feel bad in order for shit to get better and you know what's insulating you in any way it's your privilege anyway you know when i see um lgbt people talk about like things that and how hard their life is and shit some shit i'll never relate to because i don't have that life and i don't have that struggle 
but what i don't do is jump in front of their conversation and go whoa 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 you made me feel bad because i'm not one of those people that's ever hate crime somebody for being gay so like how you gonna say that i'm doing no i can shut the fuck up because it's not my experience and i expect people that listen to this show to recognize they need to do the goddamn same that's the least you can do is shut the fuck up so if you do write us as a big fan and the first interaction i had with you was some bullshit on twitter the only thing i remember about you is that you're a piece of shit like it's like you're just like all those other people as far as i'm concerned you're just like those bernie people and all that shit like yeah so don't write our show about that because our space is for us first period and that's it if you don't like it you can get the fuck out this is an at will situation nobody downloads this show to your ipod and make you play it or your iphone and make you stream it nobody does that you don't have to go to our website you don't have to find us on twitter you don't have to follow our hashtag you don't have to do a goddamn thing you can continue to be white and blissfully ignorant for the rest of your life and nothing will change for you but when we're talking about people's lives at stake when we're talking about things where just the awareness of the issue could change people's lives like this might be fun but it's also serious and we take it serious so yeah in a moment like that when we get to be vulnerable in our space and talk about how we feel and talk about things like depression and our mental health and how we're coping your white ass want to come through and be like but what about me bitch what about you everything's about you that's why it's fucked up now because everything's about you it can't ever be about somebody else so yeah man move the fuck off the podium and let us speak anyway uh p.s rod even though i'll never get it like you have i got a taste of the bernie fatigue on twitter yesterday and it's a no for me dog i get it man to say these niggas are lost in the sauce and condescending as fuck as an understatement even had a dude tell me people of color weren't in play this last election like it's automatic we're going to even show up for your guy go ahead and try to win without taking us into consideration chasing those quote-unquote rural cough races uh votes at least that's my interpretation if you want to uh the gop can play that game much better than you can buddy sorry rod didn't hope this uh didn't trigger you had to vent on that real quick no i'm fine i it's par for the course i only feel i only feel bad when i see like black people buying into that shit to be honest um but um and while i don't agree with a lot of people that you know voted third party and um uh the jill sign like sycophants i feel like they really uh misled a lot of people and i think a lot of people just didn't want to vote for hillary and all that shit i'll, I'll repeat something that i said <laughs> the day after the election and it stands to this day and i never want people to lose sight of this none of this shit is black people's fault we didn't do any of this none of this shit is our fault no matter how much you disagree with a black person none the we don't have the numbers and we didn't have the um responsibility of putting this man in power so i refuse to feel bad about it and none of y'all should and i and that goes for and i know there's black people that disagree with me and they go in on third party people all the time i know uh chris one of my best friends chris will i'll see him on twitter going in arguing with those people i don't participate in that shit because honestly dog i there's no black person that's responsible for this you know i wish everybody could have got on the same page use their platforms responsibly 
been you know just recognize that hey we're trying to keep this evil piece of shit out of the white house and that's the only thing that matters i wish it would be that way i i you know considering that it came down to seventy-seven thousand votes in three different states i mean who knows but for the most part black people shouldn't be expected to be superhuman and save white people from whiteness that's not our job we're not magical negroes so um yeah i you know and i don't argue with those burning people i just block them i don't i don't care you know honestly they're not worth my time um but but yeah it's you know for the most part man i i'm over feeling angry or upset by a third party like um people on twitter and shit because i just block them for the most part um so i don't feel triggered by that at all um anyways peace and blessing you both and continue to do to be the dope power duo that you are thank you man thank you baby sorry i talked so long there karen Mm-mm, you good uh will writes in what's up y'all caught y'all on the black astronauts podcast this week and you did the damn thing as usual the nintendo ranch had me rolling but that's all karen i love when i get to hear crossovers of all the black podcasts i love i like when a bunch of you uh, your fa- it's like when a bunch of your favorite artists link up and do a remix of a song and the shit is fire and karen thank you for adding me adding a new term to my vocabulary after the cali on cali episode this week my new term for petty white on white crime is they done kicked the cheese off the table <laughs> <laughs> that was funny as shit anyways y'all have a good week thanks for the content and stay blessed oh man Thank you, baby and lastly we got one from emil who says hey uh fuck bill maher is the title hey karen and husband bill maher is the ultimate avatar of white privilege the whole point of this his tirade was to illustrate how pussy liberals kowtow to identity politics and political correctness and neglect the real issues that regular people are worried about the translation of that sentence to anyone who isn't white and male is that some liberals try to acknowledge that people who are not white cis males are at a historical disadvantage and their needs to and their needs have to be addressed as well as those white cis males people like bill maher don't see it that way Mm -hmm. yep I mean, it's pretty open on his face, you know. Like a a lot of um things with white liberals that I think people are coming more and more to realize, especially in the advent of social media, uh, and, and the fact that there's more options now. Because I think ten, fifteen years ago, when Bill Maher was one of the few spaces to hear a left leaning type show, one of the few, it was harder to be critical of them because like and then what <clears throat> sorry um it was like and, and what's the alternative right okay bill maher uh we take him off the air now there's not a single show like that <clears throat> but now that you have so many shows right and you got a whole new media that wasn't around yeah podcast like that's not funny you have a whole new genre i mean they have a podcast there like that's how you know like that's how uh normalized it's been right and you have a lot of people now who actually didn't go through the channels that bmr went through they actually went through the new innovation called the internet facebook twitter and all this shit and actually built their own platforms and got to a place where they're now recognized too so they have these other voices and the other means to get it other than just your traditional television mm-hmm. so um i just think i just think his place in this in this world has just been changed basically right um hold on you okay over there something in my throat 
Whew, all right got choked up but uh i'm back um <clears throat> i've been fighting the cold all week and then uh, i've been coughing and uh when i coughed just now <laughs> my whole abs cramped up because of all the coughing i've been doing all week all right but yeah bill maher i, I think it's kind of see-through at this point if i mean if you want to see it some people don't want to see it liberals in the u.s have always accepted the white supremacist narrative that dictates that the needs of white men must be addressed above everyone else's to address any other group's concerns is just you showing how correct uh politically you are discounting the very notion that these groups are made up of real people with real needs and concerns it's a kind of shut up and wait your turn liberalism black people are getting killed in the streets yeah but rust belt economic anxiety though (laughs) so let's make sure these white men have good jobs then we worry about your little concerns about police brutality yeah essentially that's what bernie sanders was promoting the phrase politically correct itself is deeply insulting as it as it suggests that the real shit people of color gays and women have to deal with are just an intellectual exercise as those people don't matter in the real world yep um and that's really what his rant was because in many cases he tried to make it seem like because you white liberals are too busy going after each other when those conversations were all started by brown people and marginalized people uh except for the steve martin one essentially well even that one women are marginalized so every conversation was start started by someone not a white man and he's like why y'all getting distracted <clears throat> Uh, essentially what Mar and others are saying is that them should be more racist to appeal to the races that make up trump's core constituency wear that native headdress with pride even though you're making a mockery of someone else's culture wear that blackface those hard r niggers are too sensitive we can he can go fuck himself on another note this past football season made it harder than ever to be a black patriots fan the fact that six players have now said they will not go to the white house is heartening though keep up the great work guys thanks emil mm-hmm and that's everybody and everything so thank y'all so much for um writing in calling in and all the stuff that you guys did we appreciate y'all yes we'll be back tomorrow 10 a.m with chris lambert until then i love you i love you too